0: 400 days and six empty suitcases later. That title means the world to me. This particular title, this episode, 400 days and six suitcases later is the might be the biggest trip i would it. the longest no doubt definitely the longest but the way this trip presented itself the way this trip emerged during a time when i was struggling to find myself during a time when i didn't know which way i was going in life My marriage was solid. My marriage, my wife is the one person that I always count on. I have no flaws there. It was just things outside of the marriage that was falling apart. So when this trip presented itself, I just felt like it was somebody threw me a lifeline. Like I was chasing the train of life and somebody was sticking their hand out to give me a hand, to pull me up. That's how I felt. So I jumped on it. I did the most irresponsible, unrational thing I just went. Didn't notify my job. Didn't tell anybody. The only person that knew was my wife. And she knew I had to get away. So we did. You have to understand who made this decision. It's not the person that I was. I was a totally different person. I was the person that was always safe. I played safe. My day in and out was safe. If I could avoid doing things that I did not want to do, avoid speaking to people that I did not want to speak to, I played it safe. I was a responsible person. You know, just um, going outside the lines wasn't my thing. That's how I was brought up. But I don't know what happened in the past few years. Few years, I was not recognizing myself when I looked in the mirror. I know people say that all the time. You hear that all the time. I do not recognize myself while look in the mirror and you hear this and you're thinking, well, what do this person mean? That is your face. That is you. But once you are going through something and you happen to take a look in the mirror. And you get it. Now you realize what they've been talking about. I do not recognize this person in the mirror. So. After you have a moment of doubt, after you have a moment of, I have to change my life speech to yourself in the mirror, you feel and you need, you feel compelled to do something out of your character. I needed to do, to let loose. I needed to break the chain of the norm. I was tired of being normal. I was tired of walking the same beat every day. I knew that job was 90% of the problem. I did not wanna walk that career path anymore. I wanted to do something different. The trip overseas made me realize that it made me realize that you have to do things that make you happy. You have to live life happy. You can't live life with doubt. You can't live, you can't live life not trying different things you can't live life not meeting new people and you just can't live life not being yourself and it don't have to be a job that that make you feel like you're being smothered and you can't breathe and you can't move and you can't function you can't be the person that you want to be it could be a relationship it could be something anything But me personally, I think if you feel that way, you need to do something to change it. You have to be happy to make others feel happy. And I was miserable at my job, and I I didn't know how to leave that at the front door. Sometimes I brought it in, and I was miserable, and my miserable, me being a miserable, my misery <laughs> spilled over to my wife. It spilled over to my household, so I had to cut that off at the head right away, and I did with that trip. So now we are back in L.A. Um, I have a new... It's not so much a job, I can't even call it a job, it's a partnership with um, my good friends out in San Francisco. So I'm happy, we're doing it, you know, we're getting it done. My wife's happy, my wife's happy that I'm happy, and uh, I'm just loving it, I'm really loving it. I will never forget the beautiful things I've seen and the beautiful people that i met in uh you know in london and japan and france france is france is like one of my favorite places right now i mean it's a fashion you know capital you know i enjoyed it out there japan was great uh england of course always you know it was a pleasure to be out there finland you know it was cold as shit but it was nice and Germany was cool you know Germany they know how to party out there and of course I can't forget my favorite places like Disneyland to me it's Amsterdam Amsterdam is like Colorado overseas I love that place so much to do the people are just cool and Willing to help you out In any way Now like I told you This is a podcast that you know I will always Keep it Truthful with you you know cause I, I want that relationship with my Listeners but I have to tell You that Europe Traveling Europe is expensive As shit At one point I thought I, I might have to start selling some ass Out in France because, you know, things were getting, like, out of hand. But f- fortunately for us, we had friends that decided one day to pick up and move overseas. Actually, you know, it worked out for us. You know, if we had to do the hotel to hotel to hotel, we would be in trouble. So before you just hop up and go, I mean, not not even overseas, anywhere, you got to have a game plan before you go out there. Because as lovely and as, as compassionate as people are over there, Europe will eat you up and spit you out and send you back home butt naked on a plane. Uh, That's just my experience. I've seen people that didn't have a plan together and came over there and thought, oh, I'll just wing it. It never works out that way. You can't be a foreigner. There's no such thing as you being a foreigner and winging it. It, It's just not going to happen. So I just wanted to tell you that. Be prepared. Be safe. You know, know where you're going. Because it's, like I said, places are beautiful over there, but at the same time, don't go down that street. So like I said, I'm back in L.A. and I decided to start up the podcast. I mean, I had the episodes, I can't call them episodes because they was like maybe five minutes long. I I think I was more just getting stuff off my chest at the time, instead of really sitting down and thinking, okay, maybe I should take this seriously. This is something I wanna do. This is something I might, you know, it would be like therapy. There's no other way I can put it. I just feel this is um, a time in my life where i feel comfortable giving advice. Given an insight to what I went through, I can only talk, I can only give you experience and and knowledge from what I went through personally. And hopefully, some, like I said, even one listener could identify to what I'm saying. That makes my day. I'm happy with that, and I could end my day. Yeah, you know, I have like uh, I, I, I have plans for this podcast. You know, I might have like monthly giveaways, and I'm gonna have a segment for community leaders and community heroes that help their community on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. These people need to be recognized and uh, mental, you know, mental health month and cancer awareness you know, uh, physical, mental abuse. We could talk about everything under the sun right here on this podcast. Because like I said, I believe if you could talk about it, then we could work it out. But on the other side of that, of course, we're going to be talking about all the dumb things that people do out here that just don't make sense and they really they want to know why why they get canceled maybe you know maybe at some point I will feel comfortable to talk about the co-host that got away it's a tragic story but anyway ladies and gentlemen I just wanted to say thank you thank you so much this um, you know stopping by just to hear a couple of words. In time, hopefully I will get better in this profession. If I sound unprofessional, I apologize. I just like the rawness, the ruggedness of this podcast. I want you to hear the every crack and in my voice. Crumbling, is, is that a word? I don't think that's a word, but you know what I mean. So ladies and gentlemen, I fare you a good night and stop by for the next podcast. See ya.